up, everybody? It's your favorite coach, Coach Vaughn, and you are tuned in to the Friend in Your Head podcast, formerly known as the Coach Vaughn podcast. Now, yes, it has a new name, but it's still the same hard-hitting, heart-to-heart show with honest discussions about all aspects of life, okay? Love, relationships, all of that. You know how I do. One-on-one, from my mouth to your ears, I'm going to be dishing out practical advice for everyday life so we could get through this crazy journey on this earth together. So are you ready? Are you ready to learn and grow and feel good and laugh and giggle and all of that? All right, well, let's go. One-on-one, baby, let's go. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Friend in Your Head podcast, where I dish out practical advice for everyday life. I'm your favorite host and your favorite comedian, but most importantly, your BFF, your favorite of all friend in your head, Vaughn DiCarlo, a.k.a. Coach Vaughn, and Coach Vaughn is on. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok at Vaughn DiCarlo. Use the hashtag Coach Vaughn, that's V-O-N if you're new, Hashtag Coach Vaughn. If you want to discuss anything that you hear on the show or you have something that you want to talk about on the show, use hashtag Coach Vaughn whenever you re- you're reaching out to me on social media. And of course, you can get links to all of my social media by going to friendinyourhead.com or coachvon.com, whichever you prefer. You know, I'm one of those people that I buy every domain that is slightly related to me at all. I have vondicarlo.com, vondicarlobrown.com, coachvon.com, coachvonpodcast.com, friendofyourheadpodcast.com. Uh what else? coachvonscorner.com uh from my MBA <laughs> on Sirius XM moment. Uh what else? I, I you name it, I probably have it for shows that are in development that may or may not ever surface in real life on on something. I have the domains for that. I am a businesswoman, y'all. I try to cover all of my tracks. I'm one of those people that I am highly accountable for any and everything that I do. And I'm not a stranger to making mistakes. But once I know better, honey, I do better. And I encourage you to do the same never be afraid to make mistakes right you got to put yourself out there you have to know that you know what everybody who tried something for the first time or sometimes for the 10th time it they make mistakes and it's okay the the mistake that you don't want to make in life ever is not trying giving up before you even try that is That is the biggest regret that I think most people can have in life is that they did not. um, Well, not going with your first instinct is a pretty big regret sometimes, but there's different things going on in our heads all the time to where it's, it's understandable that you may not go with your first instinct all the time with certain situations. You may second guess yourself. Um, like I said, because you have so many different things floating around in your head. But that's why I am here to remind you that your first instinct is probably the right instinct. But that does not mean don't think through it logically. Don't consider all aspects. Look at every every corner. Don't leave anything unturned. Then pray on it 
actually pray on it first, do all that thinking, then pray on it again. Cause every, we need Jesus. The world is in, it's just run amok. It's in an uproar, it, but it's been like this. Ain't nothing new under the sun. Let's be real. Back to my point, pray, think logically, pray again, and then go with whatever your strongest instinct is. Okay. But as far as getting, getting through life without any regrets, no one will probably be exempt from regrets. I don't, I don't know of any person that just, I live my life to the fullest, you know, living my life like it's golden from day one. I came out the vagina into the world and I was like, living my life like it's golden, living my life like it's golden. No, you had to learn how to live your life like it's golden, right? You had to feel some sort of regret in your life for you to even think in terms of not having regrets. So the the biggest regret I think people have is denying themselves of something that they want to do out of fear. So fear not. Fear is the only thing. You have nothing to be fear but fear itself. Like I'm going to I'm I'm going to be a walking walking <laughs> quote machine before the end of my life. I know that's right. Because I do love a good quote. And sometimes we hear things so often that it just falls on deaf ears like we're numb to certain sayings. But if you really think about a lot of the quotes that are really popular that has been passed on from generation to generation to generation to generation, it's for a reason. It's been passed down generation to generation because it's it's real. You have nothing to fear, but fear itself is as real as it gets when it comes to regret. Seriously, you, you will ultimately win even if you fail at doing something just because you did it. A lot of people know uh, in my industry and other industries, half the battle is just showing up. People are afraid to just show up. And and it's 2020 show up and show out. You know what I'm saying? You have no time to um, to wallow in regret. You have all the time in the world to work on your goals and and progress. You have all the time in the world. Don't let nobody tell you. You are too old. I mean, if you if your goal is to be in the NBA and you're 40, like shut that down. Maybe you should rethink a few things. Maybe you should readjust your goals and your dreams into maybe coaching. But you're never too old to fulfill some type of aspect of your dream. And as you get older, you may have to readjust those. I don't like saying dreams because dreams are something that you do when you're sleeping and you can't win if you sleep. You got to stay woke, right? So I like referring to dreams as goals. You cannot attain your goals by um, sleeping. And as you get older, you may go, oh, I should have did this or I should have did that. If you really think about it and you look at what you wanted to do and you think about who you were when you were 20 versus who you are at 30 or who you are at 40 um, or even 60, I have a very wide range of listeners. So I'm trying to cover all aspects of the spectrum. 
So whether you're 20 or you're 60, right, you're still the same person at the core. So your dreams will follow you. Sorry, your goals, uh, your desires, your passion, what you were put on earth to do will follow you for the rest of your life. It will haunt you. So it, it behooves you to go for it when you're feeling it. And if you feel like, oh, I've gotten older, I could never do what I wanted to do when I was 20. That's fine. Readjust, reset and look at who you were at 20 versus who you are at 60. And what it is, what is it about that passion or or that goal that you wanted to attain? What was it? What was it? What what was drawing you to it? And then readjust your goals age appropriately so I mean like I said you you ain't gonna be slam dunking at 60 I mean I who am I to say you're not Dr. J did slam dunk it I think there's a YouTube video of him slam dunking I think he was 63 but that's Dr. J I mean everybody can't be Dr. J I do believe LeBron James will be slam dunking well into his 60s as well but know who you are, know what your God-given talents are, and know uh, uh, or try to learn to know how to make that into your passion career. You could do it. It's never too late for anything as long as you have breath in your body. Uh, you don't have time in the world to live in regret, but you have all the time in the world to live your dreams. One of my favorite quotes, and I hate to quote Kanye West these days because there's a stigma to Kanye, but not Kimye Kanye, All Falls Down Kanye, right? That song, All Falls Down, is one of my favorite songs to listen to. He has a couple of songs that I like to listen to to remind myself who, who the fuck I am, okay? Champion is one of them. If you don't know the song Champion by Kanye West, please listen to it. Oh, it, there's a line in there and I don't want to F it up, but the the line, it's it. I could just listen to it over and over in my head. And the line is giving up is way harder than trying. Right. What's the line before that? Some people say it's. Living is way harder than dying. I say giving up is way harder than trying. Something like that. I'm not going to pull it up. Or should I pull it up? Because I do that to you guys all the time where I'm thinking of something. And then I'm like, you Google it. <laughs> um, but that's what friends are for, right? I'm not just a friend in your head. You're a friend in my head. But I'm just going to babble along. Babble. Sorry. Babble along um until I find I'm looking up the lyrics because I hear you guys in my head like can you just um look it up because I want to be accurate that's one of my favorite songs and I should actually I do know the song by heart but you know when you're you ever try to tell someone something you just your brain won't get it all together and then they walk away and you got the full story a to z perfectly i see that a lot i saw um somebody was doing a man on the street interview and they were it was a fun thing and they were just asking trivia questions like black facts or something and they were asking the easiest questions 
that you know you know but you're like oh wait a minute and you and then if someone says oh here's the question a b or c you got five seconds your mind just gets all frustrated and then you can't even remember stuff that you know right off the top of your head it's that pressure but that's kind of what's happening right now because I'm thinking of the song and I want to quote it for you and um I found it so you want to hear it here it go yes and I was pretty much right I mean I can't remember exactly what I said but as I'm looking at the lyrics and thinking back to what I just said to you guys I'm I was right but who's surprised that I was right okay but here it go here here it goes what it feels like living's harder than dying for me giving up giving up way harder than trying I'm so not a rapper let me try that again when it feels like living's harder than dying for me giving up way harder than trying Laura Hill said her heart was in Zion I wish her heart was still in rhyming because who the kids gonna listen to huh I guess me if it is the true and you know what let me tell you something Lauren Hill if it is your fault that we listening to we got to listen to Kanye West now in 2020 let me know let me let me find you Lauren Hill where you at where are you at don't don't make me come find you I had I had suggested if you guys follow me on Instagram and Twitter I might have said it on Twitter too you would know that after the last verses like every time there's a verses I get all hype and I start thinking about who would be good for who uh, versus, you know, who would be a good versus and Patty LaBelle and Gladys Knight was great. And then people were talking about who Mariah Carey could go up against. And it damn sure ain't no damn Alicia Keys. Y'all stop it. Or Mary J. Blige. Stop it. If anything, Mary J. Blige and um, Alicia Keys, those two are a good match. Let's keep it there. Nobody's going up against Mariah Carey except maybe a hologram of Whitney Houston. And facts, Mariah Carey will lose to a Whitney Houston hologram, but respect, you know, that's that's a little jokey joke. I'm not truly suggesting a hologram of Whitney. Like, I don't think that would be very respectful, but I'm just trying to make a little point that I don't think there's anyone alive that matches to Mariah Carey. But getting back to Lauren Hill and why I even thought of versus, I said, you know, let's break the, the gender thing up and let's have Lauren Hill battle Wyclef Jean. Let me tell you something, okay? She come out and do that Lost Ones. That's what the post was. I was listening to Lost Ones, and I got lost in the moment. Lauren Hill killed that. And if you know the history of her and Wyclef, you would know why that's so significant. That song, as well as saying that they should do uh, battle, do the do the verses, Wyclef Jean versus Lauren Hill. That's kind of messy of me to even suggest that because... Versus is trying to become less of a battle and more of a celebration. But I think if they could squash their beef and maybe they have, I'm not, you know, I'm not a, up on pop culture to where like I know everything that's going on so I could gossip about it. But they they did have some issues and lost ones is allegedly from what I believe and remember about Wyclef. You, you might have won. You might win some, but you just lost one. Uh 
Anyway, it's kind of messy of me to make that suggestion, but I think it's a good one. You know, Versus is trying to be a celebration, but if they if they didn't squash the beef, it could be, you know, in a very Brandy Monica kind of vein. Like, we'll, we'll believe coming into it that it's squashed, but uh, yeah, maybe it's not. Maybe it is, maybe it's not, but I'm telling you, I think Brandy and Monica's verses was uh, over two hours and I was there for the whole, the whole thing. And I will be there for the whole thing with Lauren Hill and Wyclef John. But anyway, the point I was making was about the, the song champions and, and Kanye West. He, he used to make some very inspirational music. I haven't listened to his church album or anything as of lately, I love Kanye West. I think he has some serious, serious mental uh, issues that he needs to take care of. And I'm I'm praying for him, you know, in my heart. And I want him to get better and stop saying dumb shit. Uh, <laughs> um, but I haven't listened to any of his current music, especially the gospel stuff, because I do love me some Jesus and he may have some nice songs but i i feel like a a lot of the like jesus walks back in the day that was a genuine from the heart song i I think and through the wire and all this stuff kanye was just like really giving it to us from from his soul from his spirit i'm not too sure now he could very well be given his his honest true self from from his soul and from his spirit and and genuine but i just i just feel like it's all just so Ugh, it's 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 almost like he's not almost. I said this before. I don't know if it was on this podcast or when I was doing Sirius XM Urban View. I know it wasn't on my NBA show because I couldn't talk politics on there. But I just felt like Kanye West has been prepping himself to run for president for president. And part of the strategy of getting black folks back was his attempt at going at the the church and all this gospel stuff and and the him preaching and and doing these you know the the Kanye West church thing it, it just felt very usury to me and I'm like nah I'm not I can't I can't I can't I can't I can't uh, I could be wrong but I felt like there was so much damage done with the whole MAGA hat and all his you know sweating Donald Trump every turn he gets you know as if when he walks out the room Donald Trump doesn't say look at my African-American over there you know what I'm saying like Herschel Walker shut up dummy you think that just because Trump is your friend and he treats you a certain way that that makes him not a racist I can see how it would be difficult for you to see but check your friend then because everything else that he's doing is real scandalous okay all right are you standing by <laughs> herschel walker will they let you into the proud boys to be part of the team i mean come on i i get it he's good to you but that doesn't mean that when you walk out the room and i i said this i, I don't I, sometimes i don't know where i be saying stuff half the damn time it was twitter instagram instagram i don't know TikTok find me I be saying stuff but I know I said when Herschel Walker was speaking and um what was it the Republican thing I just all these debacles are just a mess but 
when he said, I've been friends with Trump, I think he said 30 years and I don't feel he's a racist and he does this and he's with our kids and family and blah, blah, blah. And I said, oh, okay, because he, he claimed that he, in this whole monologue about Trump, he claimed that he's a good judge of character. And I said, oh, hell to the no, you're a horrible judge of character. Because if you can't figure out in 30 years that every time you walk out of the room with your friend, he says, look at my African-American over there then you a damn fool. But you know what? It's all speculation. Who knows? Who knows, right? Right? Stand back and stand by. I'll be right back. It is time to ask Coach Vaughn. Y'all, so what I tell you, today's Ask Coach Vaughn segment is popping, coming straight out of the DMs. We got homeboy Cole asking me uh, a very intimate question. So he says, and I'm going to read it out for you. My ex bitch, now you know it's going to be a good one if it starts with, my ex bitch well it started with he's a fan and he needs some game uh so he's reaching out and asking me this question but (laughs) let me just keep reading my ex bitch bad as fuck and she got a bad roommate i stopped fucking with her because she cheated on me and i don't play that but i got drunk tonight and convinced her to have a threesome with her roomie this weekend because she'll do anything to get me back never had one before sounds lit um but i do but do i give the bitch the respect of allowing her uh allowing her my dick after cheating just to pull off a threesome is it still player if i dip after or am i simp might not get this chance again help me please okay let me just unpack this for you sweetheart because um first of all i i could tell by how well i i can't say a hundred percent because nothing is a hundred percent but i'm gonna guess that you are in your early to mid 20s maybe pushing 30 in the back but not likely um, over 30. Definitely not over 35. But again, this is not 100%. Because when I tell you there is a such thing as fuckboy 50, trust me, I've um, dealt with that. So anyway, getting back to the question. This is so layered. First of all, you're saying that uh, she cheated on you. Your roommate is bad. And for for those of my listeners that aren't up on uh, slang too much, I'll, I'll break it down for you too. Bad meaning bad, bad meaning bad, but uh, bad meaning good. Uh, not, I'm trying to do another rap song. Excuse me, LL, for flubbing your lyrics. Not bad meaning bad, but bad meaning good. That was LL, right? Anyway, he's saying that his roommate is very attractive. 
not his roommate, I'm sorry. He's saying that his his ex-girlfriend cheated on him. He broke up with her. She's super, super fine, super pretty. And she got a super fine, super hot, super cute roommate. And he's convinced his girl and her roommate to do a threesome. Uh, he got drunk and convinced them to do this threesome. But uh, should he not allow her to have his wonderful penis just to have a threesome and is he is he a player meaning he pulled that off he's in the upper hand uh blah 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 if he if he dips after if he leaves or is is he a simp meaning a foolish person a a a cornball so again this is a lot to unpack, but I had to reinterpret some of the slang for some of the listeners who may not know what the hell are you talking about. He's saying he might not get this chance again. Uh, let me just clear something up for you, right? Up front, play a play a simp simp. Uh, you ain't convince her and her roomie to do a damn thing. <laughs> She's still playing you, bruh. Uh, first of all, she cheated on you, so y- your penis wasn't that great. I listen, it, it, and don't take don't take this personally to the heart. Just listen with an open heart, so you can listen and learn. Women don't cheat on good dick. Okay, <laughs> it's very unlikely, unless this was some type of I gotta get him back because he broke my heart and cheated on me, so I'm gonna cheat on him type thing. Yeah, letting her have the gift of your dick was the most hilarious thing I heard uh, after the breakdown of the scenario. Uh, your penis ain't that great to her, but it, it's interesting enough for her to want to have it again. Maybe, possibly, maybe, possibly, possibly, son, you're just you're just an easy person to call. You ain't convinced her of nothing. They done planned that out and giggled about it before and after discussing it with you. This is their plan. And they've probably done it before. So go ahead, get your rocks off. But I just want to clear things up so that you don't feel played or not played. Either way, you can't be played if you're doing what you truly want to do if you truly want to have a threesome um just to enjoy the moment go ahead take all of that stuff out of your head and just enjoy the moment are are you going to be a player if you leave right after or a simp if if you don't listen either way it doesn't matter trust me they want you to leave right after so that they can talk about the situation (laughs) the threesome and you without you there so go ahead and leave playboy leave right away uh but just and i hope you don't i hope you're not taking this like as an insult i just really want you to see the light of what you said and as a woman i just had to clear up those two things one very important your dick wasn't that great to her and I'm not saying you don't have great dick I'm saying it wasn't that great to her because women don't cheat on good dick very important I had to repeat repeat it uh and 
you you didn't convince them of anything that they don't want to already do women don't do things that they don't already want to do at that level of sexual discussion right it's 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 been floating around in their heads okay so and again i'm not saying that it, all of this is 100%. Yes, women do go, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. I was drunk, blah, blah, blah. It was in, it was in, it was in her head. Uh, this scenario sounds like it was already in her head, in the plans, in the works. And I say, do you, don't worry about, if you really want to do it, do it. But at the end of the day, you ain't really coming up emotionally or getting those scores on a, a a player player level or on a simp level either way it goes so either do it or don't but if you think your, your penis is a gift at all uh it is i guess in a sense because in order for them to pull off the threesome that they want to have Unless they want to do it with a strap on, they do need an actual person. So in that sense, your penis is a gift. And it wasn't so bad that um, she doesn't want it again. I'm just saying it wasn't that great for her to not cheat on. Okay? And the other thing is, if, if this already passed, it's because you hit me up in my DMs. And I told you guys, leave voice messages for the ask coach vaughn segment go to coachvaughn.com leave a message i hear uh the voice messages a lot quicker than i get through i I get a lot of dms and they're not all for the ask coach vaughn segment but i appreciate you listening taking the time and trusting me to answer your question hey welcome back to the friend in your head podcast and let me tell you something i am so happy to be approaching the second segment because i am so tired it is like five o'clock in the morning i have been up all night long yeah i'll i'll tell you about it in a minute but i just want to reiterate something really quick to really drive it home as a call to action for you guys who want to be part of the ask coach von segment this guy in the last segment, uh, I hope he did whatever he wanted to do. Let's start there. Because uh, this this show is about regrets. And I hope he doesn't have any regrets if he did do it or if he didn't do it. But the one regret that he should have is that he did not leave that question on the voice message. If you go to coachvon.com call to action for anyone who wants to be on the show or have me answer a question for them go to coachvon.com click on listen and support go to the purple page where my podcast lives where you see all the different places you can listen to my podcast all the different platforms there's a tiny little button well it's not that tiny it's the same size button as all the other buttons but it says message click on it And right there on your phone, your computer, wherever you're at, whatever you just uh, utilize to click, you can utilize to leave a message. If he would have left a voice message, I would have probably gotten 
his uh, message right away. But according to the date of the DM, it has probably passed. So we don't know if he got, did the threesome or didn't do the threesome or what. Hopefully he's listening to the podcast. He could call in and let us know what happened. That would be pretty cool. That that would be pretty awesome because I'm pretty sure he has more questions, whether he did it or not. But the the thing is, don't don't regret don't regret don't regret your moves either way. Pray on it. Think about it logically. Think through it. Think of all the angles, all the corners. Don't leave anything untouched in your mind. Cross all T's, dot all I's. Then pray again, and then do what you do. I mean, in the case of a threesome, I don't know if God is answering threesome calls, but hey, it's 2020. Okay. All right. We are made in the image of God. Uh, so, you know, and we are, we, we're sinners though. God is not a sinner. Y'all stop it. It's five o'clock in the morning and I am getting delirious. Y'all, it seems like I have been busier now through the whole pandemic than ever before because I think people are way more focused and you know I'm auditioning a lot more I'm doing these outside park shows and and just really staying focused on my podcast and and doing everything with a zoom focus except of course eating right I'm going to reset that again I'm about to do another fast another juice fast to get back on track with that but not to go off on a whole monologue about that getting back to why I'm still up at five o'clock in the morning why comedy comedy and I don't want to live in regrets so I'm doing all these outside shows for those of you who don't know I am a New York based stand-up comedian I am in New York City and I've been getting back out into the world uh, ever since I think like I want to say the third week in August, I started coming back out into living and breathing actual air through a mask and responsibly and social distancing and all of that. But I've been, you know, get, getting busy living and not, you know, either like in the great words of Morgan Freeman in Shawshank Redemption get busy living or get busy dying okay um so i'm gonna get busy living while i'm here and i'm not gonna live in any regrets because i spent too much time denying myself of my dreams slash goals so when coronavirus hit and lockdown happened there you know i I, when I speak to you guys, I'm speaking from a place of experience and I'm I'm already dealing with or have dealt with whatever I'm talking about thoroughly enough to be able to speak on it. I, I genuinely generally do not discuss things I haven't worked somewhat worked through. And um, I just want you guys to know that because. Some people think that my delivery has so much confidence in it that I, I make it sound like easy, but no, no, it's, it's not, it's not these, these life things that we go through. They're not a walk in the fucking park. Okay. But I speak with so much confidence because I did what I had to do, whatever it may be to get through whatever moment. And then I can share with you 
those things that um, help me through. So never mistake the never think that, oh, well, that's you and you're strong. Well, how do you get strong? Well, you, you, you get strong through trials and tribulations and all of that. And I just, before I continue with the whole lockdown thing, like I went through a lot of very hard personal things, too personal to talk about publicly. Um, at least that's how I feel at this point. But I went through some very, I went through some trauma, y'all, during, you know, quarantine and it, my body has been through a lot. My mind has been through a lot emotionally, the whole nine. And it was not easy for me to come back out into the world. It just wasn't. I I did all kinds of things to hype me up, all kinds of self-help books. You you guys know how I roll. I listen to a lot of self-help audio books. I read self-help books. I, I I stream T.D. Jakes and Joel Olstein on Sundays, you know, which are uh, what I consider faith based uh, motivational speakers to an extent. So anyway, coming back out into the world, especially to do stand up comedy in parks is not is 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 is, is not as easy as I am making it sound, but I'm doing it, which is the point. And that's why I'm up till five o'clock in the morning because I'm not gonna live in regrets, okay? I'm going to do what I gotta do in the most safe way as possible. But tonight, when I tell you, I feel like I'm, <laughs> I almost died trying to do comedy because I did a show in Brooklyn. It was a rooftop show. So I get to Brooklyn. First of all, first of all, it took me like over an hour to get there. And that's okay. I am very grateful to do any show right now. To have the opportunity to continue to work on my material and grow as a comic is a gift and a blessing. So don't get me wrong. I am happy to drive to Brooklyn and anywhere else. But I get to Brooklyn, I park my car, and I'm walking a couple of blocks towards the spot, you know, towards the address, and I noticed I was walking behind what I would perceive as a crackhead. <laughs> I know it's not 1985, I don't know if crackhead still exists, or if, if it's some new type of drug, but he was clearly on something and I was like mm, this is feeling you know I'm I'm from the hood so I don't need to be walking behind a crackhead to feel the energy of a shady neighborhood right so I'm like all right good I, it's fine I you know I my 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 alert ghetto spidey senses is on on high high alert so I'm watching myself you know and I'm walking towards the spot. I parked only a block and a half away. So it's not a bad walk. I get there. And this is some real New York shit, y'all. Because I had to walk up. I don't know how many stairs to get to this rooftop. 
like there was signs that you had to follow all the signs as as I'm walking up all these stairs I'm climbing all these stairs and y'all know I got this extra weight on me so I'm huffing and puffing like oh my god I'm gonna blow this building down uh but I'm walking up the stairs and they have these bright pink signs it's like uh very encouraging you could tell the signs were written with encouragement like a happy you could feel the happy energy on the sign like keep going you're almost there more stairs not not quite more stairs almost there more stairs and it was just all these signs like leading you to this rooftop now again the signs were made and I could feel the good energy on them. But in my mind, these signs were antagonizing me. I'm like, you know what? These fucking signs, I'm gonna rip them off the wall. So I'm walking up all these stairs, huffing and puffing. I finally get to the rooftop. And it's a beautiful, 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 beautiful view of the city in the background. It was a bunch of people there. And I learned that this, the show that was happening was the earlier show it was not the show that I was on that show had not started yet this show is running late so I'm like oh man it's freezing out here in New York right I got on two coats and a scarf yes it wasn't that that cold but when you get on a roof it's that that cold you need a scarf and two coats at least I did like I was I was cold I'm like shoot this is a safe environment for the coronavirus but I'm gonna get pneumonia up in this bitch <laughs> just because you're on a roof and the wind is blowing you know so I'm taking in the moment I'm taking in the moment. I'm like, okay, it's whatever. This is just part of the story I'm going to have. I have so many stories of doing comedy in a no comedy club world, you know. Sorry for the bang. I keep I keep bumping the microphone and stuff. I don't know if you're hearing that, but I I talk with my hands. You guys know I talk with my hands a lot. Anyway, so I'm on the rooftop. The other show's running late. I'm freezing. Now, mind you, I'm closing the the show I'm on. So it's not like, oh, the, the show's going to start. I'll go up first and I'll be out. No, I'm closing it. So I'm last on the show. <laughs> By the time they got to me, I was shivering. Oh, wait, back up. <laughs> back up. I sat down on what I thought was a stool, but it wasn't a stool. It was like this, you know, it's one of those, uh, not fancy, but one of those cute little round table things. But it, it kind of looked like a stool to me at the same time. I sat on it, puddle of water. So now I'm freezing as it is, but now my whole ass is wet. Like I sat in a puddle of, I don't know if it was water. I don't know if it was beer. I don't know if it was the coronavirus. All I know is I sat in it and my whole backside was wet. So I'm like, and it's it's creeping to the front. So now I got a wet, I got the wop, you know, wet ass pussy on deck. I'm freezing with a wet ass now. Do you know how much more cold that made me? I felt like I was in the, you know, sinking in on the Titanic. Like, I'm like, this is... I, my my name definitely isn't Rose, and I do not see Leonardo DiCaprio anywhere. Somebody please help me. And um, so finally, it's my turn to go up. And uh, before it was time for me to go up, just to try 
and because my hands were shivering. So I'm like, I got to do something to get my blood moving. So I started kind of walking around this. The rooftop was huge. So I'm like kind of walking around and I started to jump up and down. And I looked, I was like, if I jump up and down and this roof falls through, the, 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 no, I don't think this roof is to code for jumping up and down or for comedy shows. <laughs> uh, and don't let me forget the I, I, I skipped over the most dangerous. I don't I don't want to say dangerous because it wasn't dangerous. I don't know. But when you got to the top of the stairs, you walk through this exit to a fire escape and then you had to walk up this narrow fire escape to the rooftop it was the scariest shit first of all I haven't been on a rooftop uh I'm sorry a fire escape since we moved out of the projects back in the 80s or 90s (laughs) so uh I was in my projects you know I wasn't way up on a 20th floor I was on like the third floor the fire escape wasn't that intimidating it it was like the playground we used the fire escape like a swing and a monkey bars back in the day you know what I'm saying Anyway, finally, it's time for me to go up. I go up and I have a very fun, fun set. And this is why sometimes you just got to stick through things. Like the whole time, I'm like, there's no way. The the last show ran 45 minutes late. So you're talking about 45 minutes on top of the 45 minutes I was going to be waiting anyway because I'm closing the show. So I'm I was like, ah, I should just leave. But no, of course, I'm not going to leave. I had a fun set and the few people that were left because of course the most of the people just started leaving because it's cold and it's the the shows you know it's it is what it is. So I had a fun set. I tried two new jokes that worked and I was very happy about those two new jokes getting laughs. And the moral of the story is, you know, sometimes you got to do shitty things for amazing results, right? And I am thrilled that I stayed for that show. It just adds to the collection of of crazy stories I have from, like I said, doing a comedy, no comedy club comedy in these New York streets. I have no regrets about that show at all. I wouldn't change a moment of it. I hope I I don't have early arthritis because my bones are still cold. That's why I'm still woke at five o'clock in the morning uh, because y'all, I I just, I can't sleep. The the cold is still shivering through my bones. I've been home (laughs) since what, 10 o'clock, but I'm, I'm up. I'm writing. I wanted to get to this podcast because you guys are dedicating yourselves to listening. So I'm dedicating myself myself to producing this show, this podcast for you. And the only reason it's so late this week, because I try to release it, not try, remove try from your language, everybody. I release the podcast every Monday. Sometimes I release it early on a late Sunday night if I get it done early. But the podcast comes out every Monday. The reason I did not release it on Monday because I wanted to wait and talk about the presidential debacle debates, the hate debate. 
and then when I watched it, I was like, you know what? I should have just did my podcast as usual because ain't nothing new here. Nothing new to see people. Donald Trump, the Confederate president of the divided states, did exactly what we thought he would do. But he's even more egregious because when there's no consequences, people, that's what happens. The monster gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. So hopefully all of you people that voted for Donald Trump can see the light. I hope that you regret your vote in 2016 and don't do it again. And let's be very clear these presidential debates are not for undecided voters. There are no undecided voters. Miss me with that BS. There are no undecided voters. Not at this point. There's none. Anyone who is claiming to be an undecided voter is just a person that wants some attention. That's it. Undecided voters want attention. You cannot convince me that you're an undecided voter at this point. So stop with the BS. Get your get your shine on on your videos, on your podcast, on on the news, wherever you get an outlet to spew the bullshit of being an undecided voter. You're not. Just as much as we know these that debate last whatever night it was the other night Tuesday night. Uh, just like we know that that was not for undecided voters like they're saying and to talk about well I do believe it was to talk about policy they just couldn't it was it was for ratings at the end of the day it was for ratings we are officially living a a reality show y'all let this buffoon turn the United States of America into his own personal bank and own personal reality show that we are all a part of and I watched it. I watched the whole 90-minute hate debate debacle. And I knew it was going to be what it was going to be. But, hey, at the end of the day, I like the, the Real Housewives of Atlanta and Love and Hip Hop. You know, so I now I'm watching the Real Housewives of the White House. And that's just what it is. And it's unfortunate that that is where we are at. But, listen... If you're not registered to vote, get registered to vote and go vote. It it does mean something. It means something. Okay. Don't don't let your voice not be heard. Don't regret not voting. Please, by all means, vote. Because right now, I understand Joe Biden may not be the best candidate in the world to a lot of people. And it's really only one choice. We got to get rid of the Confederate white supremacist uh, trash ass, no class, have it ass, no decorum, tacky ass, trifling Confederate president. We He has to go. And right now is not the time to take a stance on a two-party system. Yes, eventually we have to get rid of this two-party system. It's really a no-choice choice, right? The lesser of two evils bullshit has to go. The year of 2020, the year of vision, go back and listen to the podcast I did, 2020 Year of Vision. 2020, as crazy as this may sound, what I'm about to say, the Everything that's happening in 2020 had to happen. It had to be this clusterfuck of 
uh, trauma and disaster for everybody to really see what needs to be done. And I believe it's going to be done. I, I hope that I live long enough to see the fruits of all the good labor that is happening. Y'all, I know negativity and dark darkness and and all of this horrible shit, the, the horrible voices. Negativity is so much loud, louder than goodness. But there is there's a vast amount of good people left in this world. And don't you even think that that's not true for one second. It is. It is. I don't care how loud the devil is. Jesus will always prevail. God will always prevail. All right. So at the end of the day, 2020 is doing what it what it needs to do so that we can be better. Right now is not the time to take a stance on a two party system. Eventually, that system has to go. Hell, I the Electoral College has to go. But for right now, fill out your forms for the census because people don't know this, but the the census it, it it's it affects the electoral college and yes i one vote one person i think the president should win off of the popular vote not the electoral crap but that's that i'll have to do a whole nother podcast on that i'll be up till seven o'clock in the morning and this podcast will be four hours long nobody wants that at the end of the day what I'm saying is, I hope that the people regret putting this buffoon, imbecile, child, childish uh, idiot in office. And I hope that they um, make up for that regret by voting otherwise. And I hope that uh, anyone who has not registered to vote is getting registered right away so that you don't regret not participating in getting this buffoon out of office so that we can reset and move forward. And yes, eventually we will have a different system where maybe an independent will will win an election someday. But what I do know is by default, what 2020 has shown the light on is that we have to be more educated about who we put in office and we have to vote not just in the 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 general election for for the president but we have to vote in local elections a lot of this crap that's happening is happening on a local level research who you're putting into office and just like joe biden look no one's getting a blind vote anymore no no more this is it you're not just gonna get my vote because i'm a black woman and you're a democrat no that's done TikTok, as soon as Joe Biden and Biden Harris, TikTok, as soon as you're in office, you're under a microscope. And if you don't deliver, if you don't operate for the people, by the people and all of that, you're out. We're voting you out. And eventually, by default, politicians will step up their game if they know that the people are watching and will get them out. They will start by default, they will have to operate for the people, by the people, because we will exercise our true power, okay? Call to action, register to vote and vote. And also call to action, leave me a message for the Ask Coach Vaughn segment. And 
Follow me on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok. Like all my posts and all that. <laughs> oh, call to action for real, for real, for real, too, on the podcast. If you like this podcast and you support the podcast, thank you very much for contributing to the monthly um, my monthly supporters, you guys are freaking awesome. Uh, and I would also like to make a call to action. If you support this podcast, if you like this podcast, if you listen to this podcast, please go to um, most of you guys listen on on Apple, on iTunes. Leave me five star reviews and comments on the review section in in apple Podcasts and spotify if i don't know if the comments are available but i know the five star thing is what that does it it, it boosts me in the algorithms it get it gets me out to a broader audience so if you like this podcast call to action please support it by uplifting it into a realm where more people can listen and we'll just get more friends in our heads, right? Come on, help a sister out. Support a, a, a black woman in these streets, trying to make you laugh and think and grow and learn and love. Live, learn, love, laugh, all of that stuff, okay? And don't forget, I'm an Amazon influencer. If you go to coachvon.com or uh, friendinyourhead.com, you will see a link to Vaughn's shop. If you buy stuff on Amazon, buy it there. I will be... Uh, doing some specialty lists for the holidays. So keep an eye out for that. And another thing to keep out an eye out for my comedy fans, your girl's about to drop a comedy album. Yes, please stay tuned, stay listening and stay my friend. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for being my friend. Coach Vaughn out. That's it. Thank you for listening to the Friend in Your Head podcast. I hope it helped you because it sure helped me. And if you need more personal one-on-one time with me, all you have to do is go to coachvon.com and click on Ask Coach Vaughn one-on-one, and then you'll have me all to yourself. Don't forget to follow me across all social media platforms at Vaughn DiCarlo. Go to coachvon.com for links to everything, including my stand-up comedy. Catch me in your town when you can. Until next time, see ya.